Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about what you should eat to lose weight, right? That's the big question. And I wanna talk about this because we live in a time where it's so confusing. You know, you could literally find anyone to seemingly back up any way of eating with all the studies and science in the world. They're all doctors telling you to do this. And so it's like, well, what the hell should I do? Um, so I wanna break it down for you in a way that's manageable and understandable. So the first thing is that you shouldn't eat anything that you don't want to, okay? What I mean by that is that when I say you, what should you eat, I'm, I'm kind of like triggering you a little bit that it, when it comes to dieting, we've almost kind of given this idea that someone's just gonna give us a whole meal plan and we're gonna follow it, whether we like it or not. And so there's no shoulds. The way that you should eat to lose weight is the way that works best for you, all right? So that's the first kind of frame I wanna put around this, that the best weight loss plan is the one that's customized to you, your preferences, your genetics, your lifestyle, um, what's easy to make, what you enjoy, all of these things to get you the results you want. Um, but let me give you some guidance on, on the best ways to do that that takes everything into account. Now again, Program Yourself Thin is a diet agnostic program, meaning I help people that are carnivore, I help people that are vegan and everything in between. So in that sense, let's make sense of it, right? Because you're gonna hear wildly different claims all the time. And uh, I wanna bring some light to that. So basically your weight loss comes down to reducing your calorie intake. Your average calorie intake, you need to lower that. And so pretty much every diet is a strategy to make that happen. But that's the, the kind of main thing we're looking to do is reduce the average amount of calories you consume typically. And so there's lots of ways to do that. And that's what most of the plans are. Um, but you do not need to go to the extremes that most of these plans say. You don't need to go into ketosis. You don't need to only eat meat and organs. You don't need to only eat vegetables. You can have a balanced diet with different things in it. It doesn't have to be this extreme. And from what I've seen, the less extreme you make your diet, the more likely it is that you're going to stick with it. And that's the most important piece. They did a huge study comparing low fat versus low carb, which one was better and got the best results. You'll never believe it. They both got the same results from the people that actually followed them, which really brings us back to the main idea that the, the best diet is the one that you do, right? That's the most important piece. And how you wanna set up your diet is up to you, right? Take control of it and figure out what works best for you and understand that you're creating a one size fits one plan. So a lot of what is kind of found the foundation of this approach is really something Bruce Lee taught me, right? He was a real martial artist. He wasn't just a movie star and he was a philosophy major. And he created his own martial art called, called Jeet Kune Do. And the concept was that he would take what worked and discard the rest. He'd study everything. He'd study fencing, boxing, Kung Fu, literally any fighting system he could come across. And he would take the parts that worked for him, discard the rest. And so this is what I want you to do when you're creating your own diet plan. And so if you don't like eating meat, then don't put a lot of meat in your diet. If you love eating meat, then don't think you have to get rid of meat, okay? It's that simple. Some basic ideas you do wanna follow though that are pretty consistent across all the diets is that you wanna make your diet as clean as possible, okay? Now, you will see studies out there and, and articles about the doctor who just ate McDonald's and lost weight, the guy who just ate Twinkies and lost weight. Yes, because ultimately it comes down to the calories you're consuming. And so if you keep your calories low, even if it's just Twinkies and Ben and & Jerry's, you will still lose weight. But <laughs> the problem is, in the real world, when you're eating Twinkies, McDonald's, Ben & Jerry's, 
those foods are designed to get you to overeat them. It's very difficult, difficult to consistently eat lower calories of those types of foods. So the cleaner you make your food, meaning the less processed it is, the closer it is to nature, the way it naturally is, is in the world, um, the easier time you're going to have losing weight, typically. Okay, because those types of foods are a lot more satisfying, right? They'll make you feel full longer. They usually have a higher level of nutrient density. Um, again, you wanna get more nutrient variety to satisfy yourself. And so the cleaner you keep your diet, the more natural it is, whether it's meat, vegetables, carbs, whatever, the easier time you're typically going to have mastering your weight and keeping the calories lower. And so the big thing that you wanna really focus on when it comes to losing weight, as we said, is lowering the calories. But the secret to lowering the calories consistently is found in calorie density. And so calorie density is the measure of how much calories are in a volume of food. So for example, a cookie is very calorie dense, right? It's this big and it's got 100, 200 calories in it. So it doesn't take up much volume, but it's packed full of calories. And so when you eat that cookie, it's not very satisfying because it's very small. A big part of what makes you feel full is the size and the volume of the food. So when you're eating very calorie dense foods, you're getting lots of calories and you're not getting much satiety or satisfaction from it. And so that's gonna make it difficult to eat lower calories. Less calorie dense foods are things like a salad, right? If you take a salad, it's this big and it doesn't have a lot of calories in it, right? You, you could have two cookies over here, a salad in a giant bowl, and they could be the same amount of calories, but that salad is gonna give you much more satiety and satisfaction. It's gonna fill you up. And so that's gonna be much easier not to eat right after that. So if you eat cookies or you eat processed food and you feel hungry an hour after it, this is part of the reason. It is calorie dense and it's not taking up a lot of room. There's also the ingredients, again, the more processed your food is, the more likely it is that it's not going to satisfy you for very long. Processed foods are designed to be overeaten. It's a business where the, they make more money the more food you eat. So they have million dollar budgets and they have teams of chemists and resources at their disposal to create foods that don't satisfy you, that make you want to keep on eating them. So again, the less processed, usually the easier time you're going to have figuring out, you know, managing your weight and mastering your eating. So here's some basic, these are the basic kind of ideas for you. And I, and I just want to leave it here. I, I could talk forever about it, but I don't want to confuse you. I want to simplify it for you. I want you to be able to look at, well, why does keto help me lose weight? Well, because the number one source of calories for adult Americans is baked goods, right? So we're consuming lots of flour and carbs, refined carbs. And so if you blanketly wipe out refined carbs, you're gonna consume less calories typically. Yes, protein is more satiating. Fiber is more satiating, keeps you satisfied longer. So the more natural your food is, typically the more satisfying it's going to be. All right. And this is where carnivore comes in. Vegan comes in. These are whole plant, you know, the vegans plant based, but whole natural foods tend to satisfy you more and assist in weight loss. But you do not need to go 100 percent in any of these directions. I think this is where people go wrong. It builds on top of that all or nothing mindset that most dieters have. You don't have to be all or nothing. If you start to generally improve your eating, add more vegetables in, add more natural food in, add more vitamins, more nutrient density into your diet. And again, you're going to feel more satisfied. It's just naturally easier to make better choices. Obviously, you can go much deeper into this and refine and optimize your diet more. 
But from what I said here, start thinking about some of these things and start applying it to your eating now. You don't have to change everything all at once. Just start to make strategic and systematic changes to how you're eating to introduce more natural foods and see how it impacts you. And I hope this brings some clarity to you because again, a confused mind is a stuck mind. And so if you're not sure which plan to follow, please get out of that and realize all you need to do to start off losing weight in a comfortable, enjoyable way that sets you up forever is to start eating more natural, whole foods like they come out of the ground or like they appear in nature. That one little thing alone, the more of those you get into your diet, the more weight you're most likely going to lose. So start doing that today and each and every day get better and better at that. And before you realize it, you're gonna look back and realize you're right at your goal weight. So I hope this helps you out. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I know when it comes to diet, right? Everyone's got this confusion, confusion, right? So I try and clear it up in five minutes as best I can. You know, again, I could talk about this forever. Um, let's see here. <laughs> What's up, Jasmine? Happy birthday. Yes, it is my birthday. It is my birthday. So thank you. Yo, buddy, what's up? Eh, my birthday, that's pretty cool, right? Kind of ending up the day here, so this is good. Yes, tried Ezekiel bread, not bad, makes me feel full. Yeah, Ezekiel bread is a wonderful solution. You know, same here. Um, not bad, good for you. I always joke. But again, there's two lessons here. You know, Ezekiel bread, if you don't know, it's sprouted bread. Thanks, Don. Um, Ezekiel bread, sprouted bread. And, you know, the first time I switched over to that, I did it because I didn't want to consume flour, right? I really aim to reduce flour as much as possible. I eat it on the weekends. I compress when I eat it, but I want to get out of it then. So I switched, you know, regular flour bread for Ezekiel, which is sprouted bread. And um, yeah, it's a much more satisfying bread, right? Simply, it's not as processed. When you flour something, sugar and flour are two of the big challenges because they're powdered down. And so when you consume powders, you, it's absorbed into your body very quickly. And so it spikes your blood sugar and it's not very satiating. It doesn't last long to satisfy you. So um, Ezekiel bread, yeah, it will make you feel way fuller. <laughs> so that's a smart move, uh, Crafty Grady. Um, I love my daily salads, all kinds of goodies. Yeah, the daily salads is the stuff, you know. I, I think strategically, tactically, the salads are probably one of the best things you could do. You know, and if you want to see what I'm talking about, you can go to my, my um, I don't even know what you call it, my, my bio there where all the, my videos are. But I pin the salad video up and, and I show you how I prepare my salads every week. Um, just to kind of inspire you with something. You don't have to do it that way, but but it's just an idea of how you can think about it. But that has been one of the biggest shifts in my diet is having those salads for lunch. Um, again, that increase in fiber was transformative. I could have never have imagined um, how, how incredible that made me feel uh, in, in different ways. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. Don, um, all or something. There it is, right? All or something. That's, that's what Program Self is all about. Uh, Marlon, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, is homemade dinner rolls bad? Um, I mean, nothing's good or bad. You know what I mean? Like, like and that, that's a whole nother piece of the puzzle. Uh, but, you know, some things just have more calories in them and some things have less. Some things satiate you and satisfy you more and some things trigger you to be hungrier and eat more, right? And so homemade dinner rolls, they're not bad. I wouldn't want to eat them every night if I wanted to lose weight, you know? Um, and it's not to say that you couldn't, you know, like, like you could eat dinner rolls every night if you chose to, but you've got to make changes in other areas of your diet that, that'll probably be more intense, you know? So again, with, with Program Yourself Dim, we follow a 5-2 model, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. So I would absolutely save homemade dinner rolls for those two days of pleasure eating. And I'd look forward to them all week and I would use them and I'd enjoy the hell out of them, you know? Um, so again, yeah, nothing's good or bad. Um, 
Could fat loss reverse autoimmune disease or other diseases? Um, yeah. I mean, certainly type 2 diabetes. I, I've seen many people I've worked with have reversed that um, because, you know, listen, you know, I, I love me. Um, oh, thanks, Don. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I, I love doctors. I love the medical staff. I really do. But I, I also think, let's be honest, I mean, we, we, we can't ignore the fact that it's, it's a business model built on treating the symptoms, not on finding the cure. You're not going to tell me that's not the case. And so, you know, I think that, you know, the medical establishment is more likely to give you, you know, insulin or, or something will produce more insulin in your body than to deal with the core issue of what caused the type 2 diabetes in the first place, you know? And so um, I don't know what to tell you. You know, my, my whole career has been, not, not that uh, menopause isn't a, a disease, but my whole career has been built on helping women in some phase of menopause lose weight, you know, and, and then so many of them have Hashimoto's, thyroid issues, uh, PCOS, um, you know, all these different, it's type two diabetes and, uh, they still lose weight in a lot of situations. They, they fix themselves, you know, just to some degree, because a lot of it's not fixing yourself. It's just stop hurting yourself, you know, and then the body kind of fixes itself. So I'm not saying this for all autoimmune diseases, obviously, but, um, you know, and what I talk about when programming yourself then isn't even just weight loss, although even weight loss is always associated with healthier, um, outcomes, you know, uh, but the uh, w with program yourself then I think, think one of the things that makes it different is there's a huge lifestyle component to it and this is the piece that I'm always trying to say to people because what most people do to try and lose weight is just try and eat less calories okay that's a, it's a shitty plan it's, it's woefully inadequate for what you're looking to do so program yourself then you know we have a mindset piece which is the most important but then on the physical level the lifestyle piece is really really important now, ultimately, your weight really is a reflection of what you're eating, the calories you're consuming at the end of the day. You could live the shittiest lifestyle. If you, if you were in jail living a terrible lifestyle, but I was in control of your calories, I could make you lose weight. But that's not how it works. You're in the free world. You can eat what you want. And so your lifestyle has an enormous impact on what you eat. You know, people just assume you get this diet mindset, like you just assume you're going to be really hungry. Your moods are all over the place. You got no energy. You got brain fog. Um, you know, you're never satisfied. You know, you're always hungry. You have unhealthy cravings. You don't like healthy food. And you think that that's just the way it is and you have to fight against it. What you do not realize is that if you optimize your lifestyle, you can give yourself more energy, more balanced moods, clearer thinking, um, healthy cravings, reduce unhealthy cravings, balance out your hormones, set up your metabolism to support your weight loss. And no one ever thinks about this, right? We just you got one tool, willpower, force myself to eat different. It's so stupid. It's such a superficial, inadequate approach to, to weight loss anyways. But when I say lifestyle, specifically what I mean and what I teach in the program is um, proper sleep, and I do this in order of importance, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, movement of nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And if you get these eight things into your life in a consistent way, it transforms you from the inside out into a better vehicle for weight mastery, you know, in, in every way. You think clearer, your moods are better, your energy levels are higher, your metabolism's, you know, in line with where you want it to be. And just no one ever focuses on that piece. It makes me crazy. Because um, that's the secret, I think. It's one of the secrets. There's lots of secrets, I guess. Uh... Let's see here. I have multiple sclerosis and wonder about that. Um, well, you know, listen, I don't know. I bet I, again, the lifestyle piece, yeah, the fat loss, the inflammation in your body, you know what I mean? But again, I, I think, like, if you have any physical issue you're dealing with, menopause, hormonal, th thyroid, type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance, 
any physical thing you're dealing with on that level, and probably even multiple sclerosis, because everything's impacted by this. But if you have a physical thing you're dealing with, it's like this lifestyle approach supports helping all those things. I'm not saying it's going to fix it, but I'm saying it certainly helps you deal with those things because your sleep, hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude, all of these things influence your hormones, your biochemistry, you know, your, your how your brain's working, your insulin resistance. You know what I mean? Like all these things affect the same factors that those negative things affect negatively. These, these lifestyle things affect positively. And again, people just don't want to look at it that. I don't know. Like, again, if you think about it, your whole weight loss approach is tactical. You know, it's like every diet is one. It's a tactic. Don't eat carbs. Eat 1,200 calories. Don't eat for 16 hours. Just eat Mediterranean food. Just eat meat. Just eat vegetables. Just count points. <laughs> it's always one thing. And it's so, you know, it gets you to think like, like people think about weight loss like it's a, um, like a bank account, credits, debits. And it's, it's more like the stock market. There's so many different factors that are impacting your weight. And it doesn't have to feel overwhelming, but if you take a holistic, comprehensive approach to mastering your weight, it's usually the missing piece for most people. Like they're, they're, most people are not doing that. You're just trying to change. You're trying to stay the same. Everything's the same, but now I'm just going to eat different. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> like, it's, have you? you? You know what I mean? Like, and, and I know you take it all upon yourself as this personal failing show of the willpower, but I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with your willpower. It has to do with you. You've got a, a shit-ass, woefully inadequate strategy. If you have any strategy, you have no weight loss plan. You have a tactic that you try to do. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to stop eating sugar. Tomorrow I'm going to stop eating carbs. I'm going to start eating 1,200 calories tomorrow. Why? Why would you all of a sudden be able to do that? Like, it's weird. You need a holistic approach to, to really get the results you're looking for. Um, Destiny says, how do you make weight loss easy? Um, the way you make weight loss easy is by asking that question genuinely, consistently. How can I make weight loss easy and enjoyable? I know, right? Like, well, well, Jim, if I knew that, I'd do it. Yeah, but you're never asking the question. You know what I mean? You'd love me if I just give you a tip and then you just think it's going to change everything. But if you consistently, you wake up in the morning, you say, how can I eat healthier today? You know, how can I make healthier food choices? How can I live healthier? How can I do things that are going to bring me towards the weight that I want to live at? <laughs> how can I make it easy and enjoyable and comfortable? See, like you're not asking that question. You know what question you're asking? You want to know what weight loss question you're asking obsessively? How can I lose weight as fast as possible? How can I lose weight? I just want to lose weight. How can I lose weight as fast as possible? Well, you know how you lose weight as fast as possible? You do it in the hardest way possible, right? How do you lose weight the fastest? Well, let's think about it. What's the fastest possible way that you can lose weight? Let's, I don't know, stop eating. Water fast, that's up there. You want to go a step further? Stop drinking water too? <laughs> Exercise, right? That's probably the fastest way you could lose weight, I suppose. Right. But wouldn't you agree that it's also the hardest? So if you want me to tell you how to make weight loss easiest, what we got to do is we got to extend the time frame. Because if you want the easiest way to lose weight the fastest, I don't know, I guess water fasting. That's not easy, though. I don't know. <laughs> now, if you're asking the question, how can I get to my goal weight and live there for the rest of my life on near autopilot in the easiest way possible? Well, now we're talking. OK, let's bring some patience into it. How about you don't try and change everything all at once? Right? Because how are you how are you approaching your weight loss? I don't even know you, and how come I can explain it perfectly? Um, you start on a Monday and you do something extreme, like change all of your eating all at once. <laughs> no more carbs. No more sugar. Uh, Twelve hundred calories from now on. You know what I mean? Like it's goofy. It's such an overcorrection that it's impossible. It's it's beyond hard. <laughs> it's literally impossible. So yeah, if you want to make weight loss easy, you got to extend your time frame. 
you're thinking about your weight loss in terms of days, weeks, and months. And um, I think about weight loss in terms of decades, forever and forever, you know? That's the difference. And because I think of it longer, I don't have to rush myself to the results and I can be strategic and systematic with how I'm gonna do it. So that's how you do it easily. <laughs> how do I stop binge eating? Um, I would suggest you don't stop binge eating, okay? Um, keep binge eating, but start to learn from it. There's reasons why you're binge eating, folks, okay? So don't just stop, right? There's two big reasons why you're binge eating. The first one is you're way over restricting. You're, you're, you're restricting your calories so low and you get yourself so hungry that when you finally eat, you're just eating everything. That's the number big one. Um, number two is that's some big emotional thing. You know, usually there's some big emotional thing you don't want to deal with. So you binge in order to distract yourself from it. And then you go into this binge shame cycle to avoid yourself from other big emotion you don't want to deal with or know how to deal with. Those are the two big ones. And I don't know, maybe there's other ones too, but instead of stopping the binging, you might want to figure out why you're doing it so you can resolve it. Let's just say it's emotional. I talk about this all the time. Same thing with emotions. Don't stop yourself from emotional eating. You're doing it for a positive reason. Again, let's just say, you're, you're stressed out in life. life everything's stressful. Finances, everything's stressful. And you get home at night and your Ben and Jerry's is the number one way that you relax. Okay? So that's emotional eating. I got to stop it. Okay, you stop it for three days and now you stopped eating ice cream, great. But you've also gotten rid of your relaxation strategy and you're ready to kill someone now. That's not what you want. So if we understand what's leading to the behavior in the first place, then we can strategically resolve it. And if we stick with the emotional eating as an example, let's just say you're stressed out and using the food to relax for a little bit. Now the question becomes, how can I relax in a much deeper level without food? And then I know you don't have the answer to that probably, but let's just say you figure out the answer. You say, oh, you know what helps me? I used to do a yoga class or um, I used to go to the hot tub and just sit in there and just kind of relax. Or I went for a walk or I read a book or I talked to a friend, whatever, everyone's different. But all of a sudden you got two, three different things you can do that you remember. You're like, wow, when I do these, I feel way more relaxed. Well, now it's way easier to stop the emotional eating because you've got a real solution here, you know? And so when you figure out the emotional piece genuinely, the food a lot of times falls away and at the very least becomes a lot easier to manage because you've resolved the core issue. Hope that makes sense because that's a very important conversation there. Um, strong. Losing fat certainly can't hurt. Yeah, exactly. Losing fat doesn't hurt. Um, Absolutely. I mean, again, fat loss is, is associated with, with better health. I mean, which is to the point I was trying to make, you know, like, you know, your core weight loss issue um, is that you don't want to lose weight. You know, you're not even motivated to lose weight just because you think about it doesn't mean you're motivated. So you're not even motivated to lose weight. And the big reason why you're not motivated to lose weight is because you just think about losing weight as wanting to look better. You know, you've been conditioned a lifetime, a lifetime of diet ads have conditioned you to think about weight loss in terms of that before and after picture, right? Every diet ad you've seen, millions of them, it's always the before and after picture of a diet and how long it took to get there. And so your main motivation, I just want to look better, I want to look better, I want to look better, I want to look better. That's not enough motivation. Oh, yes, it is, Jim, I really want it. Well, how have your results been? It's, it's not, it's not enough motivation. Really what's going on here is your weight, again, this is why I even do this, right? To me, weight is life and death. My dad died at 54 of a heart attack. I was nine years old. Here I am now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, this is why I do what I do. Because, um, yeah, I want you to look good. But, but it's like I want, I, I equate this with life and death. I want you to live as long as you possibly can. I want you to have that best quality of life, the best level of health, the happiest life you can lead. And I think mastering your weight is a way to do that. Not because you're going to look better. 
but because you're nourishing your body, because you're you're operating at an optimal level. You know, your your weight is directly tied. You know, I do this. So let me just mention this. If you're not already, please go and go to my bio. Click the top link there, the little picture of me, and then click the link to go to my bio. And then there's a link um, to I give you a free hypnosis session. Go watch that or go listen to it. But but when you sign up for it, it takes a couple minutes to, to send you the session. I give you this training, three steps to master your weight. And it's it's really, it's a half hour. I mean, it would really help you out. But one of the things I do in that presentation is I show you like an MRI scan of a normal weight person, an obese person. And I do that right in the beginning just to reorient you to think about your weight differently. You think about it superficially. You think about how you're going to look. That's the main way you're trying to motivate yourself. It's not enough. When you start to realize the actual physical impacts that the weight has on you and the foods that made you overweight in the first place have on your body, we reframe the whole process. These foods, this weight is making you sick. It's giving you a lower quality of life. It's depleting you of energy. Um, It's depleting you of physical comfort and a lot of negative stuff. I don't want to get too negative into it, but that—that's you have to reframe this process. Wanting to look better is just not enough motivation. You know, debate me if you think it is. I'd love to talk about that. Um, cloud enjoyer. That's the coolest thing. I like that cloud enjoyer thing. Just got steroid for her IV for an MS relapse and it is wrecking my metabolism. Apparently affects glucose. Yep. Sleep is so important. Most who are overweight also have hormonal imbalance. Yeah, absolutely. Cloud. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what does a typical day of eating look like for you? Yeah. Great question. Um, again, I, I, I follow a, a five, two model, five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. So a typical, now again, this goes back to the core strategy I always recommend for people is that this giant bug on my, my steel, that's why I keep looking at. Um, a stink bug, you guys know what stink bugs are? It's big. I thought it was a spider first. I was going to freak out, but I thought it was a stink bug in there. They're fine. But anyways, a typical day. So a typical clean eating day, um, breakfast, I will eat pretty much the same breakfast. Now again, one of my superpowers, again, I, you have to build around your superpowers who you are. One of my superpowers is I can eat the same thing every day. I'm lazy. I don't give a shit. I don't want to think about it. I just want to put stuff that I enjoy enough and that satisfies me. That, that's my criteria. Some people need more variety, and that's fine too. You probably don't need as much variety as you think you do, okay? So structuring your eating really is the foundational piece, I believe, of mastering your weight. I don't think someone giving you an eating plan, you trying to force yourself into it is a smart idea. I think you should figure out what works for you with some core principles. So anyways, what I start with, my core principles, I want, when I'm eating clean, I want as natural of food as I can get. Natural. I don't want to eat much sugar. I don't eat much flour and I don't want to eat much processed, you know, ingredient stuff. So um, breakfast will be, I'll have a piece of Ezekiel toast with natural peanut butter. I'll have an apple with peanut butter. That'll be my typical breakfast. And then I'll drink, you know, probably about half of this. That's my breakfast. That satisfies me till lunchtime. Lunchtime, I'll have a giant salad. Again, if you go to my my videos, you can see I made a video of it. And I make a, I have a giant bowl of salad. It's usually got seven, eight, nine ingredients in it. You know, different greens, micro, not micro, um, small leaf greens. Uh, and, and just, you know, carrots, peppers, onion, um, chickpeas, uh, walnuts. <coughs> I put some croutons I make in there, um, homemade croutons. Um, sometimes I'll put some hard-boiled eggs, mostly just the whites, uh, and some dressing. So I'll eat that salad. Then sometimes I'll have a banana with peanut butter. That's my lunch. And then I have dinner. And the dinner is, it's different each night, but it's sim- it's similar each week to week. And again, it's, it's natural food. So like maybe like Tuesday night's kind of like a taco night. So it's usually like black beans. I might have a black bean salad. I might have tacos um, with black beans. I'm a, I'm a pescatarian, by the way. So um, 
Monday usually is a chickpea type of dish. Might be rice and chickpeas, something like that, with some vegetables in it. Uh, Wednesday, that's a night I, I might, might have fish every other week or so. Uh, I like sockeye salmon, like a potato, you know, some vegetables I might grill up. Uh, Thursday, I go to my mom's. I start sliding into a little, you know, she... She'll make a lot of vegetables, so I'll eat vegetables. Usually there's some carbs, you know, like some pasta or some rice type thing. Um, and then Friday and Saturday, you know, Friday nights, I'll, I'll have like a, a regular dinner, burritos, um, sushi, just the normal stuff again, you know, on those nights. And uh, then I have my pleasure nights, you know, which I eat just my normal food. So I hope that that helps out. Cloud and Joy, I found out that cheese and bread create opioid. Uh, what does that say? Sorry, sometimes these these comments go spinning by. I found out that cheese and bread create opioid-like responses in the brain after eating. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I had not heard that, but I know sugar does. Um, sugar lights up the same part of your brain as cocaine does. You know, the pleasure centers. You know, that's the thing. You know, I, I don't know. Like, you really do need this holistic approach to mastering your weight. It makes it so much easier. You know, because it's funny. Like here I am. You know, so I don't know. I, I don't even like saying what I eat because. There's so much more to it than that. You know what I mean? Like, like if I'm in a stressed out mood or I didn't sleep well and I'm pissed off or something's not good, like I'm hungrier. You know what I mean? And so that, that food I just said, it's not as satisfying as when I'm calm and relaxed and centered. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so much more to it that is overlooked. So it's not just the diet. That's why I would never put a diet book out. I could easily make a diet book, which is just basically what I eat and just tell you what to do. And people would love it because people just love to be told what to eat and think that that's going to change it. But you got to figure out what works for you, and you need a holistic approach. You know, I, I think that's the real key. But, um, what are your favorite ways to relax outside of food? Oh, that's a great question. That's a smart question. Um, I okay, so I was fifty pounds heavier thirty years ago, and I was very, very tense. Tense. I, I have. I always say I have a tweaked up nervous system, and so. When I discovered yoga, I a, realized how tense and stressed and anxious I was. And then I began doing a lot of yoga to deal with that. And so what I do to deal, ways that I deal to relax, I meditate every day. Um, I do sun salutations and breathing exercises every day. Uh, I get a lot of sleep. That's a huge part of relaxing, okay? Um, I drink a lot of water every day. I eat natural foods, uh, nourish myself. I practice gratitude. Um, I broke my foot, so I used to walk a lot more. I can't wait to get back to that. That helps me relax. Uh, I read a lot. I love my my work. I lo like what I do for work, I love. So, you know, dealing with relaxation is a little bit of like what you do to relax and what you do to not get stressed, right? It's kind of both of those things. And so, again... I was just talking about this on a client call that I was just doing, but with programming yourself, then there's three levels to weight mastery, in my opinion, mindset, lifestyle, eating. And I think most people just focus on eating. And I find the lifestyle piece is the one that I focus on the most. The eating kind of is just like, I eat kind of the same things. It's it kind of is what it is. The lifestyle piece is where I keep seeing improvements and optimizations and the most benefit. Cause you know, with weight loss, you don't even want to lose weight anyways. What you want is you want to get to your goal weight and live the rest of your life there on your autopilot. And so that's a focus for me. And so once you get to your goal weight, it's like the weight part is just, it fades in the, the you don't, don't think about that much, right? What am I do? I, I've, I've been the same weight for 30 years. I went blip there 12 years ago. This is the same weight. 
And so what I do focus on that I keep improving it really is exciting to me is a lot of those lifestyle pieces. My sleep, my hydration, my relaxation, my breathing, my nourishment, my movement, my meditation, my gratitude. And so I'm always working on those, improving them. And they give me, the, like they make me feel better and better and better and better and better. And so, yeah, that, that's what I do. You know? um, I have way too much tension in my head, neck, back. Oh yeah, lucky. That that you you got to deal with that, right? Like a stressed body is a body that's going to eat. You know what I mean? Like it's the managing your relaxation is such an important piece of the weight mastery puzzle, you know? And um and it just sucks too. Just never mind the weight piece, right? If you're talking to someone who come from a stressed body, so it's like, you know, I didn't mention this. Every night, every night, I give myself hand massages, foot massages, leg massages. It feels good. You know what I mean? Every morning I wake up, I'm like, you know, kind of getting the knots out of here. Before I go to bed, I do some sun salutations. I'm going to work on doing body circles every morning when I wake up. It's, it's what I mean. Like, it's just, I get so fired up. Like, I just keep adding to my my daily routines, you know, which brings me to another point. You never think about your weight loss as something that you practice and get better at, you know? I do. I'm on the path of mastery. Where I'm at now, my weight will be the same. But five years from now, like, I cannot imagine, you know, because I, I see where my lifestyle's at, what I'm doing. It's imagine another five years. I can't imagine what I'm be doing. You know, like I look back five years from five years ago and I can't believe I'm wearing out compared to that. It's very exciting for me, you know, and I suggest you can do the same thing. You've got to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. I'm on a personal development path. One part of that is mastering my weight, but there's so much more. You've got to do this because it brings so much more meaning into the process. Wanting to look better is not enough. You know, how long are you thin now? Um, it's been 30 years, 30 years. Um, and that's what, you know, that's the key thing. I, 30 years, I have not dieted. I have not worked out. You didn't just hear me mention working out. I'm not proud of that, but I just, I don't like working out, like gym working out, cardio. I don't like any of that stuff. I do yoga, real gentle yoga. And, um, you know, I've done a couple workouts here and there over 30 years, like P90X once or twice, Insanity once, you know, dumb shit. And it's, I never, I don't like it, you know? I'm starting to do more resistance training um, for other reasons. It has nothing to do with the weight. It's just, do I want get, to get some strength back? But you don't have to exercise. You don't have to diet to lose weight and master weight once and for all. You know, I want you to know that. Any suggestions to relax the first couple of minutes of your hypnosis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, it's funny because someone asked me this earlier. I actually, if you look up SoundCloud and Jim Katsoulis on Google, it'll bring you to my SoundCloud. And I have a progressive relaxation session there. I'd strongly recommend listening to that because it'll help you relax your body. Relaxation's a skill. You know, just because you can't relax now doesn't mean you can't relax. It means you haven't learned how to relax. That's it. And take it from someone like me. I was as tense as you can be. And I learned to relax. I still, I want to be more relaxed. So I keep practicing it, but it's a skill set, you know? So go listen to that session. That'll help you. I'll walk you, I walk you through it in that session. Once you start talking about the mantra, I am great, but that relaxing part is challenging. Oh yeah. Okay, Bailey, I got you. So you're in the program. Um, so yeah, in the program yourself, then, you know, part of the program is bookended, hypnosis sessions there's a five minute session each day and there's a 10 minute sleep gnosis session and so yeah the, oh so so if you're in the program you just go to the hypnosis library okay um i want you to do two things okay what you know what i want you to do first i want to teach you how to relax so go to the lifestyle the lifestyle blueprint so in program yourself then that you there's a six page word so you there's three weight mastery blueprints you you create a mindset blueprint lifestyle blueprint eating blueprint um, Bailey, I want you to go to the lifestyle blueprint and watch the relaxation training. Okay. It's about 15, 20 minutes, but I'll talk about relaxation in a bit more depth. I will give you a strategy of how to relax more. Okay. And watch that. 
and there's like a, a real short hypnosis session goes with it. And then go to the hypnosis library. There's a short hip relaxation session, but I would dedicate a couple days to listen to the progressive relaxation. Because once you learn how to relax, you're not to relax. You know what I mean? Like you have to always have to keep practicing it and keep it up, but you got to learn how to do it first. So, so yeah, do that. And then if you have any questions, you always shoot me an email too. Okay. And obviously if you're on here, I'll always answer it as well. Um, I fast 6 PM till 3 PM the next day, drinking herbal and green tea went from 167 to 139 since May. Great job, Sonny. That's awesome. Um, now again, I, I want to point out to everyone, right? That that's a, for a lot of people, that's an extreme um, period of time of not eating. And if you're working, that might not work for you. You might hit the, you know, or, and I'm not saying you're not working, Sonny, but some people that may not resonate with you. So again, I, I can't state this enough that whatever you choose to do to lose weight really needs to be built around your self. Okay. That's the thing with weight loss. People are like, Oh, I lost 40 pounds doing this. Tell me what you did. Why? Cause you're just going to force yourself to do it. What if it doesn't fit with you? What if you don't want to not eat for how many ever hours that is, right? What's that's almost that's a yeah that's an extreme fasting schedule right what is that that's not eating for 21 hours right so for most people that's not going to work and it doesn't have to work you know you don't have to do that so i just want to make that clear glad it worked for you sonny um but if anyone's seeing that be like oh that's what i got to do no you don't no you don't and and if it seems stressful to you let it go you, you do not have to do anything to lose weight that you don't want to do really um you got to do something's different, but if you if you base it around what you want to do and not making it too intense, it might be really helpful. Um, Thirty years, wow, well done, dude. Thank you. I, I it, that's that's the point I'm trying to make here is that yeah, fifty pounds is fifty pounds, but that's nothing. The, the real point is keeping it off for thirty years on autopilot, and I do mean autopilot. There's no dieting. I don't really even think about food. Um, I think a lot about my lifestyle. I do think about food, but most of it's kind of automated. You know, and that's what I want for all my clients and, and everyone that listens to me. Can you list the order of priorities you usually teach? You said sleep, hydration. I forgot. Um, yeah, the lifestyle piece, sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, gratitude, meditation, gratitude. Those are, those are the eight. And um, I know some people that feel, oh, that sounds like a lot. And again, everything I do is really built around practicality. So when I teach it to you in the program, I break it down into real, I teach a master ritual of just six of those. And you can do that in a minute or two each day. You know, I'm all about consistency, reduce to the ridiculous, make it as simple as possible. Um, but yeah, but if you focus on those things, you're going to, you'll feel a lot better, you know? Um, just the fact that I have a belly now causes me anxiety and sadness. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I get that. Um, you know, I... I work a lot with this with people because what I find a lot of people trying to do is they, they try and hate themselves healthy. You know what I mean? They hate their body and they, they try and use that hate to get them to take action. I don't find that that works well. You know, I find what works a lot better is when you love yourself because, you know, when you hate something, you want to punish it. When you love something, you know, you want to make it better. You want to make it happy. And so I find loving your body is is a nice emotion to help you achieve your goals. Now, I also know that, that loving your body is something everyone says and knows you should do, and very few people can do it, right? You, you spent the last 30 years hating your body. So oh, how, do I, how do I love it? Well, you start functional, right? You, you appreciate what you got that you don't you normally appreciate, like your legs, your eyes, your arms, your hands. You know, People that don't have those things would, would love to have those, belly or not, who gives a shit. Um, and that's a way to just feel some love. And then... Um, that, that, that helps, you know, when you want better, when you love yourself and you want more love for yourself, that's an energy that I 
I, I like I think people get better results with that energy than trying to hate themselves. But I get you too. I understand, and um, that's how it is for some people. <laughs> What's up, Fiona? I've never seen you on here. All right, I gotta get out of here. This is my second live of the day. What am I doing? I do um, with these lives. I I don't know if you saw me earlier. I was in a different place, but when I do these lives here with this behind me, I'm usually like recording a podcast. Um, and so I hadn't done that, so I, I hopped on another one. But uh, anyways, it is my birthday. <laughs> I had a busy birthday. And then I got soccer practice coming up on top of that. I coached my, my kid's soccer team. And so uh, about to do that too. So it's kind of a long day, but about to eat some birthday cake. And I don't even know what's for dinner, but um, you know, eat some, eat some dinner, eat some cake, go to soccer practice. That'll be done. Oh, that'll be good. Uh, I want to do a training tomorrow. I was going to do a training, the Weight Mastery Pyramid. Oh, am I going to get it done? I don't know. But either way, if I'm going to do it, and even if I don't do it tomorrow, I'm going to do it soon. And if you want to find out about it, which I think you do, it's free, um, go get on my email list, okay? Get, again, click my little face up on the top left there. And then I think you got to click another link too to get to my bio. And um, on my bio page, there's a link when you click that, I give you a hypnosis session, the new thin me. It's a weight loss kickstart session. And um, it, again, it's free. Fill that out. I'll give you the session. And uh, then I give you a training, three steps to master your weight, which is really good. And then I email you positive stuff every day to help you out. You know, I'll, I help you out for free, folks. I will literally, my mission is to help as many people as possible live at their goal weight. Um, and I'll do it for free. Yes, I got a program. Yes, I got coaching where you can work with me. Um, if you want to take it to the next level, invest in it. But uh, even if you don't, I'm still I'm here for you. You know, again, this is a mission for me. It's life and death. I really want to help you. And um, but I can only what do they say? You can only you lead a horse to water, but you can't make them. Um, you can't make them uh, drink. That's how I feel. You know, I do these I do these lives every day, and uh, you know, I don't know. On average, there's 40, 50 people here on you know, on average, there's a few less now, but. Um, yeah, it'll be like 10%, 10%, you know, we'll go get this free thing. And it's like, it's like, man, what's a, why do people not do it? Can anyone shine some light on that before I get out of here? Why, why would, you know, it's like people sit here and listen to me for an hour and it's like, but they won't go get this session, the stuff I made for them for free to help them out. Like, I always wonder that, you know? And then on top of it, like I'll get people all the time that is doing the free stuff. And it's like, damn, Jim, I've lost 50 pounds. This day. I've been listening to this and you really changed my, I'm always getting positive stuff, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it would take to get someone to take some, such a simple action. I don't know. I'm always fascinated. Uh, maybe Bailey, maybe, maybe because they don't really want to change. I don't know. I, Bailey said it, not me, <laughs> but um, that might be true. I, I think I say that all the time and people get all pissed off. I say, well, you don't really even want it. You weigh what you want to weigh. Ew. But I think it's true. You know, I think, you know, you wish you'd lose weight, but you don't really want to. Even as something as simple as clicking a link, taking 20 seconds to fill out four questions so I can customize a session for you. And then you're in it. You know, every day I email you stuff that, you know, the email stuff I send you is a program I used to charge for. You know, people used to pay me every month for that pro part of that. You know, I just give it away now. And it's like, what would it take? What does it take? I, I don't know. But but anyways, the people that do take action, I always love them because they you know they, they really do take action. Fear of failing again. I, I I get that, you know, I get that that fear of failing, right? Even because you know, like I have. There, there have been I, I've been I've had program yourself. Then I've been doing this profession for twenty years, and I have um, 
there's been times I've literally given the program away for free, you know, just to see what would happen. Cause I can see, I can see if people go through, I can see what people are doing with it. And, uh, people, when, when it's free, they listen, you know what? Sometimes I'll tell you a little secret. There's just a few of us on here now. Uh, sometimes even people that pay $300, $1,000, up to $5,000. It costs 25 grand to work with me one-on-one -on -one now, you know, but before that was $5,000 even was the, the, my higher coaching fee at one point. And people will pay that and they never even open the program, you know? And so people that don't invest it at all, they, they never open it, you know? So that's why I don't give it away for free because I think people, it's America, you know, people value what they invest in, you know? And so what I have found is ultimately that the people that invest, you know, make an investment themselves are the ones that show up the most and obviously get the best results. But yeah, that fear of failing again, right? That's got to be dealt with, you know, but I always say to people, if you're, if you're struggling with that fear of failure, I will tell you this, that a big part of that fear of failure is justified because all you've done to lose weight up until this point is diet. You know what I mean? It's just different diets, you know, and if it hasn't been diets, workouts, but every weight loss thing you've done, I already know this is summarized in one, one concept that it's someone telling you what to do and you trying to force yourself to do it. Here's the diet plan, just follow it. And then you try and use your willpower to force yourself to do it. Here's the exercise plan. You try and force yourself to do it. And uh, you can do it for a little bit, but you can't keep it up. Which gets back to the core problem you have is that you can't get yourself to consistently do the things that make you lose weight. No one ever teaches you either. You know, so it's really not your fault. You've never learned this, even to the point you don't even realize that's the main problem. And that's what I do. You know, so it's like, if you, I, I do have a fear of, of failing again. You know, I'm, I'm telling you, this is, it's it's stuff that you never see. You you never ever ever have learned how to change your mindset in a strategic structural way. You've never learned how to shift your lifestyle in a really effective way, and you haven't learned how to set your eating up in a way that really works for you. You know. So, uh, anyways, it's different, but there it goes. You you won't know unless you go check it out. But uh, all right. Anyways, I I appreciate you listening to this. Uh, podcast is program yourself dance on all the major podcast platforms um i'm always putting up tiktoks you know for you all to watch and, and help you out with and uh yeah thanks for listening and uh, we'll talk soon bye